welcome to Karma San Diego podcast, where we talk all things San Diego awareness, activism, and ourselves. <laughs> My name is Kelly. And I'm Adriana. And we want to give you a warm welcome to our show. Sit back, relax, and grab yourself a creature comfort, and we'll do the same. We're live. What's up, everybody? Uh... We have a really awesome guest on the show today. We would like to officially introduce our very first guest that we have ever had on Karma San Diego. Pero, I want to say something first. I need to make a public service announcement. PSA. Okay, so yesterday I was at Trader Joe's and I was walking down the pasta aisle and there was three people in the aisle. Me, this lady, and her husband, Brawley, her husband. And I walked past her and she did an actual tuck and roll up against the pasta and crushed a bag of farfalle (laughs) just so that she wouldn't be near me. Oh. oh. So if y'all think the coronavirus is the plague, please think differently. That's it. Did she roll like a tornado across? She lifted her arms and (laughs) rolled against the... Let's the pasta. Like, I could hear crunch, crunch, crunch. And I'm like, what oh the God. fuck, lady? She's trying to hide in the There's aisle. There's three people in the aisle, including yourself. And you're masked. Right? And we're masked. I just <laughs> like, breathe on her. <laughs> well, that's a waste of fucking pasta, everyone. Welcome. I was pissed. Okay, so uh, now we can introduce our beautiful, queenie <laughs> lady. She's kind of a noodle creator. Her name is Kendra. What's up, Kendra? Hello. Thank you for having me, you guys. I'm so honored to be your first guest. Oh, We're honored, oh, too. It's we so, are so exciting. excited. Oh, I mean, where do we even start? Kendra is representing also our business of, of the day, our business of the episode, which is Olive Baking Company in Mission Beach. So we're going to get there. We're going to get there. It's going to take a minute. But, but if you like eating bread... Then Kendra made it, and you like it. So we're going to discuss that a little bit more. It's going to be great. So for our guests, our goal was to have, well, now it's nine questions. It was eight, but it just grew last week when we decided to add another question. So we're going to go through these questions, and... That's the theme of the day. These so might evolve. this episode is called Garbage Mouth. <laughs> Working title, maybe just Kendra. I don't know. Interchangeable, I feel. We, we could honestly title this anything. I, I think I should add in here that Adriana has Kendra saved in her phone as Garbage Mouth. There's a whole story behind it. I'll tell it later. <laughs> I'm not even insulted a little bit. No, <laughs> no it's really a compliment. I mean, uh, can the truth be that insulting? No. No. I think of that cute little green guy in the dumpster. Oh, <laughs> I just think of her pulling things out of our trash can <laughs> that she thinks are still good enough to eat. Oh, my goodness. Hey, recycle, reuse, reduce. She's very eco-friendly. Yeah, <laughs> she- um, We have some uh, cannabis that we're smoking on today. Oh, my goodness. I rolled us. Little cute baby J's. This one is called Glam Glue. Ooh. So I would say that Glam Glue is what our skin is covered in right now because <laughs> it's 755 degrees. Intern Maddie actually melted and she has become one with the floor. So. She's just an adorable little blue puddle. She's, yeah, she's like Alex Mack when she like Capri turns sun. into that. Yeah, she yeah. turns into the p- Capri Sun. <laughs> she's turned into a puddle. 
and she like slithers underneath doors. It's gonna be an extreme sport wow. lighting these J's with the 843 fans yeah, here. Yeah, so many fans. Good on. luck lighting a joint with a helicopter above you. And because we wanted to just be as ridiculous as possible, not only did Kelly roll some J's, I also rolled us a King Palm because she introduced me to these and I love them. It's like a blunt, but healthier. <laughs> and I filled it with these Claiborne power packs. They look like little tobacco packs but it comes with an eighth of weed. Like and, they look like little snuff packages? Yeah, and a gram of keef. Oh. oh. It's a nicer, let me just tell you that. And uh, just, it's a nicer. The flower is called Wi-Fi, that's nice. Oh. <laughs> and the yeah. keef is wedding cake. Oh, I X like wedding cake. Sour OG. Wow, I like wedding so cake. So we can get I'm freaky today. I like all dessert flavored cannabises. Can I buy? Um, I would also like to say that they don't taste like dessert at all. Um, but I do like them. I love how they smell. Like when you know it says like birthday cake, you know exactly what that's going to taste like. Mm -hmm. And then it tastes great. And it doesn't taste like cake. No. Um, there was a new strain I just tried called peanut butter. Peanut butter something. Ooh. And it tasted like peanut butter. I feel like that's what? an aftertaste I get all the time with weed. I'm always like tasting peanut butter. So it was nice to have someone agree with me, which was the weed. <laughs> peanut butter. That's great. Should we so. crack into this? Yeah, let's do it. Oh Lay my gosh, let's me. just hit it off a hot. Let's all grab a J. Oh yeah. Oh, oh one lighter. Oh, yeah. We're fools. <laughs> and it's probably the one that I killed last week, so. Oh man. Great. We're gonna start with our first question that we have compiled for our guests. Um, they're pretty tame. Number one. Hey Kendra, how do we know you? Let's see. Okay, well. Many, many months ago, here I go. This is the Adriana and Kendra, Kelly accent. Kendra also has this them. accent. <laughs> when yeah. I'm around them, I can't. Yeah, and everyone asks, what is it? Right. We, we don't, don't know. know. <laughs> we still don't know where we're from. And how can you know what you don't know? <laughs> <laughs> you don't. Anyway, Adriana <laughs> and I met many moons ago. Uh, young little things in culinary school at Grossmont College in El Cajon here in San Diego. We, I think, both had our nose hoops in mm -hmm. and purple hair mm -hmm. and... Piercings in your nose? Oh, yeah, girl. And I saw her from across the room and I said to myself, self, <laughs> this looks like top five, one of the least nerdy people in this room. I must approach. I think I actually had the exact same reaction. I was like, yo, everyone in here sucks, but that girl with purple hair like me. And I know like people of all ages go to community college, but there is something about being just a little bit older. When I started community college, I was 21. And there's a huge difference between a 21-year-old and an 18-year-old right out of high school. Mm -hmm. So I definitely had to sort of like find people more like on my playing field as far as like maturity. I mean, I'm still yes. a very silly person, but like even 21-year-old me did not want to hang out with basically high schoolers. Yes. And do you feel that before when we started culinary school it was before being in the culinary world was like quote unquote cool so it was a lot of like stay at home moms and a lot of just like random type people i don't even have a word for it but it wasn't like people who actually gave a shit about being in the world of food it was just like I wanting something to do or like learning how to cook essentially like a home ec 
type sitch. Yes. I mean, definitely the culinary world was already a pretty cool and poppin' thing before we came along. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but, we're uh, not that cool. It too depends on the part of town the community college is Yes, in. I would say, but it's specifically our classes, yeah. yes, I agree. We did have a lot of people who were doing, like, continuing education people mm-hmm. in there doing literally just for, like, a hobby because they were retired. Mine were all older military guys. We did have a lot, of, a lot of veterans as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, a lot of veterans. Yeah. But, yeah, only a handful of people that were around our age group that wanted to make it a career it was like more than a hobby it was like this is what we want yeah and uh, it's been really cool to see other people that we went to school with like thrive and prosper i'm pretty sure we went to school with one of the guys who started pot pie oh yeah i think i mean i think we we did check on that i think shout out yeah, yeah shout think, out to that place though, because yeah. oh my gosh, oh, their delicious. food is so good. The crust of the pie is—I've said this once, I've said it twice, I've put it in a Yelp review. I love their crust so much. I would just only eat the crust. It's so flaky, so buttery. You know that commercial, that pot pie commercial, the cu- buttery crispy flake. Those two old people. No. No. What? What commercial? These old people doing a commercial for a pot pie and the old man is like trying to say buttery, crispy crust and he keeps messing up. So he's like, buttery, crispy flake, crispy, crappity fuck. <laughs> and like the wife is just that? like, what are you doing? I just want to say one thing I noticed with the pot pie company. It is very close to the San Diego Pot Pie Company. Mm-hmm. Like like a mile. Yes. Maybe. Yeah. And that is the, that's the one thing that I was like, that's a low blow. Yeah. Agreed. Only because there are no other pot pie places anywhere else. In the I've entire never city. I've never heard of it before. And then when I, they first opened, I was like, oh, they went under new management and they're related because I can see one pot pie place from the other. And I yeah. grew up eating those little pot pies on a cart, girl. Someone just rolls by. I'm glad I desserts. ate at that place before I stopped wow. eating dairy. And yeah, meat. You've never been to the uh-uh. San Diego pot pie Justin, like, grew up going there and I've never wow. been there Oh my god, age. we used to live like a stone's throw. I know, but I liked pomegranate so I think much. you'd hate it. Probably. Honestly, like, if you think about, it's just like a cart of five items and you don't have any choices and someone just wheels around and you get as much as you want. But it's, it's like very a, it's like cafeteria dim, dim dinery, sum, but like yeah. worse. It's for an experience and I don't know about. It's like if dim sum were, <laughs> you know, American cuisine. I hate it. Because I like, I like dim sum. I just wanted to know that there are two pot pie companies in San Diego. Absolutely. Well, um, I know I like one circle, of them. To circle back, uh, and then I met Kelly through you, <laughs> which is just a pure delight. It I is. remember the day I met you. Really? Do go on. You remember the well, day I might if you go you. if you elaborate. I mean, I definitely heard a lot about you before we wow, met. Wow, me too. Of course. Oh my God. So I don't stop talking. <laughs> no, she. Adriana weaves this sacred thread um, that. Maybe it's server life. I don't know. I'd be like, hey, what's up? How's it going? My best friend's dope. <laughs> like, and that's just how it happens. And uh, I, so I knew of you because, 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 because. This is why, this is why, this is why. Our friend from high school, Jerry, had a mm-hmm. floral company. Mm-hmm. Or maybe he still does. Just, we've got to put a pin in that. we got to call She's you, magical. Jerry. Jerry, we've yeah. got to give you a call. Text me as soon as you see this. And she I mean, a- hear it. <laughs> <laughs> Once you are upon this episode, give us a call. And... We, I, well, I wasn't in the photo shoot, 
I feel like I was because I saw these pictures. And I saw this beautiful red-headed vixen with bright time. blue eyes with a floral crown on. It was 2012, right? So flower crown. Yeah. You're pretty new. Just yeah. everywhere. <laughs> and then it was, dare I say, your birthday. Or your last day of cult. You were celebrating the last At day fall. of something. No. Wonderland in Ocean oh, Beach. Birthday, probably. Yes. Oh, and my. that's when I yeah. met you. We were at Wandy. Damn. I'm so hot. I, I, have there a, a lot. I have an ice pack on my body. I'm so hot right Adriana's now. Adriana's sitting on ice packs. This is not an exaggeration. But that's I, the day I met Kendra. Oh, my oh, gosh. I wish I did remember that. I don't. I apologize. But it's okay. She you, has Alzheimer's. We've had like, got many off great work memories You came since. with a friend that was... Like, you were one of the cool kids that came after the party started. Yeah. I was anticipating your arrival. <laughs> Which is so not like me, because now I'm the person that is certainly the first to show yes. up, maybe even help you set up. That yes. way I can for sure be the first yes. one to leave. Absolutely. I think we're all that way. Wow. We have that in common. I used to be like, it's 10.30 p.m. I'm going to start getting ready soon. Yeah. Now I'm like, it's 10.30 p.m. Why am I waking up in the middle of the night? <laughs> <laughs> but then if you put three... Early birds together, you get chaos, and we'd actually stay up all night long together. <laughs> it's so true. Um, we also know each other because we lived with one another. We did. We did. We had a little commune for a, a hot minute. Adriana more so than I. <laughs> <laughs> let's be clear. I uh, also um, have a story that involves the commune. Oh. That Kelly, I mean, you lived in the commune, but this story is just the one that resonates with me so much about Kendra. Should we tell the people what the commune is? Yeah, yeah, let's tell them first. Okay, so three years ago, we wanted to, I wanted to swallow my pineapple. It's okay. I'm sipping on a pineapple-y drink. Oh, yeah, and we're freaky. Our creature comforts, they are mimosas. Yeah, we're having brunch mimosas. With freshly squeezed juice. Valencia orange juice. Oh, my God. I'm getting better about not chomping my champ in the <laughs> microphone. Adriana and Kendra lived together for many, many moons, and, um... My husband and I were so jealous. We wanted to move in. <laughs> no, we, we lived really in a tiny there's apartment. There's five of us that moved into a house, a house that had gone for sale. Um, unfortunately, it was not long lived because the house was bulldozed. But for beautiful 100-year-old <gasps> home in Hillcrest. Oh, my God. Oh, my goodness. It was 100 years old that year, 2017. 18. 18 is no, we, we moved, moved out in 17. Dude, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we moved in Halloween 2017. It was five of us, so we got a married couple. We got Kendra, we got Adriana, and we have Chris. So we have cousins, technically, mm -hmm. moving in. So two guys, three gals, big old house, chickens. Four chickens. Dog. And Time Sharky. Sharky. Sharky our kitten. Sharky Shinkard. Sharky Oh my god. We had a cat. And it was great and I think the it was hard to rip that band-aid off because we didn't get to choose when we wanted to move out. It just no. happened to us. Mm -hmm. So we had to break up. The Swiss were not neutral at that time. <laughs> hey, the Switzerland was offensive. And then the band broke up. And here we But are. we're back together, don't worry. Yeah, don't you guys worry. Look at we us. Put a we're on tour. <laughs> Yeah, now we're, <laughs> now we're on tour. Welcome to our show. Tour. Oh, shout out. Congrats to that other roommate oh in the story, Chris. Cheers Quarter to Chris and, and Eva. Eva. Congrats oh, on your engagement, very, you guys. Very so, so rad. We're going to have another quarter in the house. Okay. Or whatever last name you want, motherfucker. You can do whatever you want. I'm just assuming. Don't assume. I know. It's foolish. Taking kidding. the last name isn't necessarily a thing. So... 
But you're still at quarter at I five. feel like you only should, obviously, if that's something you want. Yeah. But also, if it just, like, sounds cool. Yeah. If it fits the name. I knew a girl. How do you feel? I knew a girl once whose name was Catherine. She went by Cat. Um, I won't say her maiden last name. I don't want to give her too much of a shout out. But she married a guy who had an unfortunate last name <gasps> that didn't pair well with the name Cat as a first name. And she was, based on that alone, did not take his name. That's genius. I like that she took it one step at a time. She didn't make up a rule before she entered this relationship. Yes, absolutely. She just went with what worked. So Adriana's got a fabulous last name. It's going nowhere, right? No, because I always wanted to keep my last name as like a career thing because I know that people are going to know me as my first and last name. And if I change it, they're going to be like, who this girl? We don't know her. Yeah. Kelly's dying right now. She had to take a break. <laughs> but uh, Kendra, can I just tell you quite possibly one of my absolute favorite stories about you? Oh, my gosh. I can't even imagine. Like, literally, the idea of trying to narrow something like that down is so terrifying. We have a lifetime of memories together in the, what, seven years we've known each other? I think it's longer. Anyway, yes, you can tell me, it's and I'm like here eight. for it, and I'm ready. Okay, so first we're going to preface with I brought Kendra to my parents' house for dinner on a Sunday, for Sunday dinner, and uh, we come home, you know, the whole thing, and a couple days later, Kendra kind of comes up to me, and she's she looks like she's, like, smitten, like, in love with a boy, and she's like, Adrian, I have to tell you something, and I'm like, what? Like, what is your deal? And she's like... Your parents kissed me. (laughs) And I was like, yeah, they do that. And she was like, I really, really liked it. They kissed (laughs) me on the lips. And I was like, yeah, they do that. Wait. Adriana's mother and father greeted me with a hug and a kiss on the lips. That is like my life. That's the I don't come from a place ever. of that as a greeting. I have never been kissed by all nine of my parents. <laughs> <laughs> so when we moved into the commune, Kendra's room was like essentially the attic. And she had descended her staircase, like I swear wearing a kimono or something, like just flowing in the breeze. And my dad was at the bottom of the staircase and she was like, out, lips first, just ready to kiss my dad. And she's just like, Joe. My lips came down the stairs and then I came a little while afterwards. It was like a cartoon in real life. And then my my body's just floating, my feet aren't touching the stairs. (laughs) Like Mickey Mouse in love. It was it was quite possibly one of my favorite things ever because I knew at that moment that Kendra had become like a family member, even though we had been living together for a couple of years. But she'd always been family. But I was like, oh, she in it now. She'd be. <laughs> she's deep. She's kissing the fam now. This that is that. Um, that would shock me. <laughs> shock me. My mouth would be agape when they kissed me. They'd be like, this is really strange that Kelly's mouth was wide the fuck open. Not because I didn't like it, but just at literal shock. When Adriana and I first started like hanging out. a beta fish. Oh, I'd just be like, my mouth is so wide. Like the screen, like, what's that? <laughs> like, I just have the most open mouth. We went to the... 
Italy fest. Oh, the Italian festival. <laughs> Thank you. Help. Um, years and, ago. Oh my gosh, this was a ago. long time ago. We're like walking by, and she's just like, "Oh, hey, that's my cousin. Oh, that's my uncle. Oh yeah, that's my aunt." What's up, Joe? <laughs> and we're just like walking, like, oh yeah, this, that, stopping by. There, then there's the like a festa going on with mm-hmm. with uh, like giant poofy Cinderella like dresses. Oh yeah, and she's the princesses like, and queens. I was yeah, a princess. Was your cousin? Yeah, <laughs> on she the was stage. The queen. You're like, oh yeah, that's my cousin on the stage. And you wave at her. Oh my god. And we go into a, a little booth with jewelry, mm-hmm. and there's rings, and I'm trying on rings. And you look up from the ring chain, you're like, oh, what's up, mom? <laughs> you're not kidding, and that's how I met her mom. Walking around the Italian festival. If we were both shopping for a ring, she's like, oh, hey, what's up? I'm like, my mom's like four bags deep, just full of Italian oh, flags. Oh, my and gosh. And tchotchkes. So Italian. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, she did the same thing when we were in Italy. No. <laughs> oh, my God. Seriously. What's up, Joe? That's my cousin. What's up, Joe? What's up, Joe? That's What's up, Joe? That's my other hey, Nick. Hey, Joe. That person's married to my That's Sal, 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 and Sal. <laughs> <laughs> one table full of Sal. And one Gianna. <laughs> for real, though. <laughs> it's true. Um, are you ready for number two question? I hope so. <laughs> Kendra, what do you do for a living? Well, as you alluded to earlier, I work at Olive Baking Company. Mm-hmm. I've been there little over five years, like five and a half years. I helped the owner, Sarah Mattinson, open the bakery. She's had the cafe down in Mission Beach for 15 years, Olive Cafe. Women-owned businesses. Uh, uh, uh. That's right. Uh. Um, and I work as the production manager and the pastry chef. And I also do a decent amount of bread baking as well. She kills it, to say the least. And... Mission Beach, man, if you are if you are involved in any part of your own community in San Diego, you know how much it can start to feel like a small town within mm-hmm. the big city. And becoming a part of like the Mission Beach community has been a big part of me growing up throughout my 20s. When I think of you, I think of Mission Beach. Yeah. I think of Same. you being the mayor of Mission Beach. Same. I think of you being the politician and activist of Mission Beach. She's We'd like on the council. Like, yeah, you're like, no. I just came back from my no, council no, no. meeting and I was meeting with Councilwoman Gretchen her, and we cleaned the beach together. She has her gavel in her fucking purse. Oh my God. Let me put that away, sorry. I'm inspired. Um, I owe a lot of that to Sarah Mattinson, the owner, for sure. Um, she's you know, very she's like, involved. involved. She's very involved uh, in the community, and she's been a huge inspiration. And she's you know an active part of the Mission Beach Women's Club, as well as the town council. And uh, yeah, she's been an, an amazing mentor. Um, and I love I love what I do there. You know, it's because it's awesome being able to feed the community mm. in a very intimate way, and uh, and then just like being there for the community, being a part of the community. You guys see why we like her so much? Oh my gosh. <laughs> um, She's magical. And then on the side, uh, a couple days a week, I also work as a caregiver for an she older She literally adult. just gives for a living. <laughs> Hi, I'm Kendra. I just give my life but to you. She loves old people and the elderly so much that she knew she needed a second job to do <laughs> it. But no, seriously, it's the sweetest thing. I'm going to cry. This I'm going to cry. So old people that just need you oh man and if you feel that heartstring to work with whether it's kids or with old people what's holding you back and then just one right before COVID hit you just took that leap of faith and you're like I'm working with old people today's the day yeah and you did 
Yeah, it's it's very fulfilling work. I've always loved old people. Because <laughs> oh, she's secretly old. Do you remember your geriatric birthday party? Oh, yeah. Wait, you guys dressed up like old people? Yes. <laughs> Definitely. But, but you didn't look like old people because no. you were young. No, we had makeup on to make it look old. Like, yeah. we made us have, like, frown lines and, and gray, gray hair. hair. Yeah, gray hair. It was crazy. We had, like, a Hawaiian shirt. Yep. Something like that. Yeah. Like, you know. Not too mm-hmm. wild Hawaiian. Yes. One of your friends, uh-huh. remember, he was he looked very old. Oh, Jeff. Right. Jeff? <laughs> yeah, Je- Jeff. Well, I guess we don't have to name drop him. It? Jeff. Yeah, and the whole time people would take his order, and he'd be like, "Huh? Huh?" <laughs> oh, he, and, like, he, he leaned in all like, night. He like, wait, got I into feel like you might have met him before at some point. Probably. He's a friend of Brandon's. Oh, they're all hysterical. They're <laughs> yeah. all in for a rip-roaring good time. <laughs> they're all something. <laughs> they're all something. You know what? Number three, we kind of already, I don't know if we answered it. Do you have a memory of us that you would like to share that comes to mind? And you don't have to answer and this because we kind of already we also, hit this point. This is only memories. Yeah, so. <laughs> right? It's just a lot of reminiscing. Um... So that's on deck. Yeah. If something if something strikes me as we continue, oh, I'll, I'll just interject. I'm but sure it will. It's one of those you. things, yeah. I mean, you've been friends with people this long and even lived with them at some point. It's like, how do you even... I can't even narrow just down. Start. Just also so many drinks, so many smokes. Like, yeah. <laughs> so many stoops. Oh, we God. Oh, God. Yes. We love a good stoop. When I think of Kendra, I think of saying, walk into the lick. <laughs> Because that's how she says she's going to the liquor store. She needs a cup of water, going to the lick. Right? I still say that, absolutely. Yeah, I acquired that from you. Thank and I'm you. Like, and I say it, and everyone's like, what? And I'm like, fuck off. Right? <laughs> and I'll even just, like, to myself, I'll be like, all right, to the lick. Yeah, I'm like, going to the lick. And they're like, what are you licking? Like, I literally just need some gum. I'm going to the lick. Yeah. <laughs> just got to go to the lick. We always lived in places where the liquor store was so close. Like, yeah. and their liquor store can literally mean Seven Eleven. Like, by yeah. no means an actual like liquor store per no. se, but yeah. a convenience a store of some kind yeah. is yeah. the lick. We just yeah. need like a pack of donuts or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The lick. <laughs> usually it's ice cream. Let's be honest. It was usually an ice cream sandwich. You can really name whatever you want, and the lick will have it. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. true. You need a band aid? They got it. They Mouthwash. all of them have that one it. aisle of like Dance? random personal care that has more than you freaking expected <gasps> it would. Because people are on road trips. Wow. They need and life happens. And get stuff. You're like, I need a button. I'm on a they road trip it. through North Park. <laughs> <laughs> I need tums. Stopper. I do need tums oh often. Oh my god. Oh shit. Okay, number four. <clears throat> How do you like your coffee, Genra? What's your favorite? How do I like my coffee? Ooh, so I, I get a, sometimes I get a little snooty working in a cafe bakery place where I can make my own drink exactly yeah, I how snooty. I want it. Um, but for the most part, I keep it simple. I like an oat milk latte. Mm. I drink iced all year round. Mm. Um, that's mm. mostly just because I'm usually so busy at work. Mm. I would rather have something that stays cold in my tumbler rather than something that's gonna gets lukewarm <laughs> just no that's not good um i do an oat milk latte oh i like macadamia nut flavor that's your new guy huh yep two shots 
Speaking of lukewarm. That's been my jam lately. How'd you take your coffee today? Adriana made this for me. <laughs> How you make? It's piping hot. I used the frother. Well, yes, I was piping. Well, it probably still is because it's 95 degrees here. Um, yeah, you know, it's room temp, so it's still like 100 degrees. I was going to say, because this room is very hot. I love just grabbing an ice cube and making it iced real quick. Mm. Yeah, we're about those coffee cubes. You guys have coffee cubes at the bakery too, huh? Coffee cubes, negative. No? Cuppa Cuppa, our that mission would, gorge. That would take it up a notch, though. Teeny tiny little spot. You get a dirty chai with the coffee cubes. <laughs> Chef's kiss. Ooh. Unpopular girl. opinion. I don't like coffee cubes. Kelly, <gasps> <gasps> oh. get out. <laughs> I just like that freaky weird ice. You like the I watered like, down? Oh, yeah. If you finish your whole cup of coffee and there's like half of a cup of ice, I will leave it in the car to melt and then drink the milk ice. Absolutely. You nasty. I love melted freaky weird ice and I, like everyone thinks that that's garbage right so they'll go pick up your drink and i'm like don't throw that away it's <laughs> like my favorite i have it i have that it's sitting in my car right now waiting for when we, my iced coffee I'm from dead. and i left it there and i like shook it and drank it and i'm like ah oh, it's gonna be melted when i get back in the car <laughs> Unpo i know it's not right i know it's not right i know it's wrong but um if it melts then it's just more coffee it's not ice that's why I love it. But then, so, but when you have, but when you have coffee ice cubes, it's not ice, it's coffee. Yeah. I'm so there's about, no ice. I think so. I'm addicted to coffee. Oh, That's absolutely I possible. That is 100. Oh, wow. wow, intern Maddie is doing her due diligence, baby. I'll take a little splish. Oh, what a queen. That's, yeah, that's, I'm going to have to get another one. That's an Adrianaism right there. Splish. Oh, yeah. Can I get, get a splish? Not a splash is too big. A splish is just a No worries. Amount. No worries. Popping bottles. I got two bottles yesterday. Don't you worry. We have another question for you, Ken. Ready. <laughs> <laughs> How do you consume your cannabis? Oh, What's your favorite way of gosh. rolling, smoking, bowling? What you like to do, baby? I am interested in pretty much, I would say, every vessel oh, wow. as a means to get That's cannabis nice inside so of me. Can you handle edibles, but you like them? Yeah. Uh, the edibles I've been doing lately are just little five milligram little lemon candies. Ooh, I like the candies. I apologize. I don't have the name off the top of my That's head. That's okay. But it's we great. We don't have any sponsors. Be <laughs> I'm just but it's Man. great because I, ha I remember I had this very psychedelic bear on it with like a Ooh. long story. Oh, cool. Some geometric. Like deadhead. Some geometric shapes. Very many armed bear. Yeah, but no, I smoked out of a bong for a long time, bubblers, pipes, stuffed cones. Yeah. yeah. She doesn't have the one that Adriana dropped in the street. But she has a <laughs> new one that I gave her. From the Dragon's Den in Mission Beach. Love that place. It was hand-blown, and it's really beautiful. I have pictures of you opening it for Christmas, because we spent Christmas morning together, yeah, and that was honestly the, like the best Christmas I had That was a really 20s. fun Christmas. Thank you, Maddie. Because we had Christmas with our families. We just started with our friends. Yeah, that was, was the five cute. of us. That was so That's fun. That's back when I worked on Christmas. Do you remember... Do you remember Chris got us like so much fucking weed and rolling cones? Mm -hmm. 
That's right. Like a sack. He, a like, literal sack. A lot, like a hundred cones. I feel like he had to track down a drug dealer for that. Well, I wonder oh. how we should ask. Oh. We have a geologist to interview. I've got questions. I didn't know about all the rocks. How did you find that weed? <laughs> what a great gift. Yeah, and Adriana replaced Kendra's bong. It was so sad. We were moving. And we that was the first that trip, wasn't it? It, it was the first trip. out of my car. First Flew trip. out. And it was seat belt buckled in the car. And she... Adriana's so sweaty, you guys, that she grabbed the neck of that bong and just slithered on out of her hand. And she literally said, like, I have no idea how this happened. It just like, do you remember those kids? Those kids, plastic toys that look like a flashlight. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh my and god. And they're like glittery they like goo on the inside, and, and you watch them, they just like slip. It's like a, it's yeah, it's like a never-ending handjob like, thing. Kind of fun. Yes. Oh, you they like were one fun. of the Dave and Busters. Yeah. yeah. That's what With, like, the vision. bong looked like leaving your hand <laughs> in the street, and we just all looked <laughs> in the alley. Like, we hadn't moved anything else. <laughs> We had moved nothing That else. was first trip, first opening of the doors. <laughs> and uh, Anyway, that thing was empty, in and the whole alleyway smelled like an ashtray. It was so bad. For like a day and a half. Yeah. Wow. Our dads came to help us move, oh. and we're like, ignore that smell in the alley. <laughs> that, it was like that when we got here. Don't you worry. Sorry, Dad. Sorry. Sorry, Papa. Anyway, I've been getting into mm. rolling joints now instead of stuffing cones. She's so good now. And it's I'm definitely getting better. I watched um, Seth Rogen's little YouTube tutorial video, and that really helped. And Do you, uh, what does he say, baptize it? Yes. <laughs> well, I only baptize it if I'm going to smoke it, like, with people I'm either currently kissing <laughs> or, yes. like, my roommate. You know, mm. people who I'm, like, in very close contact with. Gotcha. Otherwise, in this climate, yes, can't That's be really baptized because those. it's the plague. Kendra's yeah. gonna tuck and roll against the farfalle and break a noodle. <laughs> I would That's never. Crazy. That's sacrilege. Sacrilege. <laughs> I understand taking precautions in the grocery store, but if you have the the mask on, then you then don't need you're to good. break the noodles. Yeah, if you're crushing pasta about it, you should probably. Have you heard of Instacart? <clears throat> oh my gosh, people need to have more human etiquette of like not treating people disrespectfully because of this pandemic. And here's the deal, like essential workers stand right next to each other mm -hmm. with masks on all day yep. long. Mm -hmm. So, Do you guys feel that you have to uh, work extra hard to be extra friendly to people now that we're wearing masks. Yes, because they can't see my smile. I feel mm -hmm. like I have to talk to, which is something I normally do anyway, but I feel like I have to talk to my grocery uh, checker outer person uh, more often because I can't show any sign of emotion Correct. because you can only see my eyeballs and I half the time yes. I'm half awake. So I think you should also give yourself and other people a little more credit, though. It's amazing as someone who is working face-to-face -face with masks on with other people and customers, yeah. it is amazing how much I think we are able to pick up from the facial emotions, even if it's literally your eyes and your forehead. Totally. Yeah. Like, yeah, you can I, tell I when someone's smiling. Smile. Yeah. Like, I still see, do like, it. You can tell when someone's like, smiling. Little eyes you. move. Absolutely. So, you know, 
like that's not all lost yeah Yeah. i I, tell people i'm smiling you just can't see it yeah i say that pretty often because sometimes it looks like i'm mean mugging someone right i Mm -hmm. get because my body language is like fuck you Mm -hmm. but i'm like hi like in my face so that's pretty right and your tone too like there's a lot of other cues besides you know visually seeing the lower half you know it's the tone it's the body language it's everything i think everyone like is worried to some extent especially in the past when this first started of going out to the store and I understand but when you're if you're so scared that your behavior is drastically changing to the point of you turning into a tornado and rolling your body down the side of an aisle she made herself a sushi roll she literally rolled a taquito (laughs) (laughs) then um you got to check yourself maybe wait in the car Trader Joe's, dude, if you're scared of people, what the fuck are you doing in Trader Joe's? There's so many options to do contactless. Like, just so many options. That is hands down the busiest store in all, grocery store in all of San Diego. Absolutely. (laughs) Even with a pandemic, it's still popping. No, I was in La Mesa. Okay. Which is the worst of all. Is it? It's the worst one of all, but it's down the street from my house. Yeah, that makes sense. And there aren't that many here. No. So. Ever since I moved to Claremont, it's over. Dude, that's so depressing. But you have the best sprouts of all the land, so it doesn't even matter. Like, I'll take away. I have not gone in six... We have not gone to sprouts in six months because the line is always 30 to 40 minutes to get in the store. Girl, the one on Claremont Mesa Boulevard, the one... Is it the one by Bay Park? Yep. Okay. It's empty, always. I go there all the time. I used to love going to that one. But they... That line, I drive by it and I go, new. I have a grocery store that's so good, I'm not even going to tell you what oh. it is, and that's where I go. <laughs> it's called Lazy Acres. <laughs> it's not. It's not. <laughs> but that's a great, that's a great, I don't That's also a really there. good one. If you really need a good grocery store, organic food in Claremont, you can call me. I'll let you know, but I don't want. <laughs> I'm number... just like that lady rolling around <laughs> like a taquito. I don't want anyone in my grocery store, but not because of COVID, let's be clear. Yeah. Her number is 444-4444. That's the taxi service in San Diego. <laughs> and they won't pick you up. Let's no. be clear. I called it. Um, so, Kenra, we're just going to blaze right through this number Ooh. six. What's a s- your favorite story about one of your tattoos? Anyone. You have many. Um, ooh, <laughs> you break a tooth? <laughs> that's a, that's a nice sound bite. Head. That's a nice sound bite. Justin, don't cut that. <laughs> Keep that in. I have, to, I have to do like a mental scan of what my tattoos are. Because even the ones that I would consider somewhat meaningless, somewhat Silly. frivolous are still, like, kind of, like, fun personal stories, you know? Yeah. I feel very selfish. I want to change the question to what's my favorite tattoo of yours <laughs> instead of what's yours. But the thing is, is that's because I know what you look like versus other guests. I don't know. Yeah, a lot of people might not know who you are. I like that you oh have gosh. an opinion on it, so I'm ready. Um, I, I like consider the first you... cat that you got on your thigh. You okay, yes. I, I like love the that second one. one too, but I love the first one. It's like a really simple stick figure kitty cat it's on your so thigh. It's so cute. Yeah. We got that Peek-a-boo. together. Oh! I have a really lot of cute. very simple, like one color, simple line Me tattoos. Too. Don't you guys have matching pot leaves? Yeah, we matching do. pot leaf tattoos. And that's just like a green outline. I'm pretty sure all three of us got 422s on. 420 tattoos on 420 and we weren't with each other yes yeah correct yes. correct 
Kendra and I got the, she got the kitty, I got the pineapple, and it was my first day at High Dive. <laughs> oh my gosh. And I was almost late to work. I was like, yep. right on time. Oh shoot, wow. And I, I showed up that. with a wet short because it was like <laughs> oh. still starting to dry and like all the juices oh were I secreting and you know. Oh, and everyone's like, why is your short wet? And I was like, don't worry about it. <laughs> okay, I've got a story Just for half you guys. the short, just one half. So you guys know that saran wrap feel. Yes. Some people don't, but when you get tattooed and they like send you home, you pretty much have this saran wrap filled with ink, sludge, blood. Sludge, And it's really yeah. wet and it just like drips this like brown, purple goo Ooh. like down your leg. Mm -hmm. So I have a substantial snake tattooed on my <laughs> um, body. And when I first met my father-in-law... Josh, my husband, was still stationed elsewhere. So when I went over to dinner at his family's house, he wasn't there. So I don't know. I don't know these things. I don't know anything. I'm going all by myself. Taking, bold. Going, bold. That's legit. Bold. And I had just come from a tattoo appointment. <laughs> as one I, does. As one does. And mm -hmm. I wasn't planning on, um, you know, showing what I had. But I also didn't mind. I'm like, well, I am your dill. Your daughter-in-law. So. <laughs> I am your deal. I am your deal. I'm dead. I'm your dilly deal. And um, my father-in-law has a fear of snakes, like <gasps> Indiana Jones like fear. The worst fear I've ever seen. Fear, very real fear. And I show him my snake tattoo on my body and I didn't have other visible tattoos at the time Sorry. so my arms were naked like you didn't, I didn't look tattooed so I'm like this like cute ass little lady and I like pull up my skirt and I have a giant snake and he had to walk away oh but my. it wasn't because he doesn't care about tattoos I just have to say it wasn't because he didn't care about the tattoos it was because he has a literal fear of snakes did he think that your snake was about to like jump off your body and attack him? I have never seen a man jump higher seeing a snake than him sorry excuse me We've what is the filter in that king palm it's what it comes husks. with yeah I was gonna say it looks like a cross-section of a little piece of bamboo. Yeah. Bamboo. It's very natural. It's a cross piece of bamboo. Oh, it's natural. It's real nice, it's, huh? it's, it's, it's like a clean uh, drag. It gets a little sticky. It is a clean drag. Uh, and it's just beautiful that it's mm -hmm. just like a leaf. Puff, mm -hmm. puff. Puff, puff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, honey. So did you, did you answer, answer the question? Um, what did. is like my favorite <laughs> or like a best story? Mm -hmm. Um, okay, well, I guess this is just relevant in my own mind because I was just, like, scrolling through some of Whitney Cummings' uh, podcast things. Yeah. Yo, Big I fan. am obsessed with Big her fan. podcast. Listen to and it. And she has a whole little bit on girls with lip tattoos. Mm -hmm. And I was oh, like, uh, I feel oh. seen. I feel... <laughs> but the funny thing oh. is, the funny what thing is, story. if you listen to it and watch it, like, I... She's so funny. I don't fit into either one of the categories, per se. Of um, who has a lip tattoo. Yeah, yeah. You know, Adriana and I went to go get a lap, a lip, lap, a lap dance. <laughs> and we went a lip to go tattoo. get a lap dance. And every tattoo shop we went to turned us down because you're not allowed to do that anymore. So yeah. we last really minute switched it to our own tattoos. Because we were so jealous of Kendra and Josh because they both have <laughs> uh -huh. words hanging out their lip. Mm -hmm. And mine is that crazy thing where everyone's like, oh, last a year or two, maybe three, if you're lucky. I've had this tattoo like, 
I didn't know you could predict the future. Literally like <laughs> six John. to eight like freaking years. Oh and it is like as crisp and clear as it yeah. was when yeah, I got It's ridiculous. Nice. People say that about palms and soles of your feet too. And I'm like, how do you know my foot? I'm sorry, how do you know my lip? Because I'm pretty sure Josh's lip still says moose right across tit. That's nice. I, yeah. I want my palm tattooed so badly. But I'll do it. My hand, <laughs> you should do it because my hands are so sweaty. I'm nervous. It's going to take like, I'm going to have to be inside of the freezer oh. while you do it. Because I get. We have a freezer room at the Fantasy Factory. Yes, absolutely. Because I, I get, my adrenaline pumps so hard when I get tattooed that I get off of the bench just, and I bring that paper with me. Oh, you know yeah. the paper they lay down? Oh, yeah. I remember I bring seeing beads of sweat on the tops of your toes while getting tattooed once. And I was like, I didn't even know toes could sweat like that. And it's only She's adrenaline. I belong in a pool. I'm like the mermaid that's like on land right now. And I'm like, please. The reason why there's water in the ocean is because of the mermaids upon which thy water seepeth. Yeah, I'm like the girl from Aquamarine. Like, please leave me in the tub. Uh-huh. <laughs> She's going to die if you don't get her in a fucking tub right now. Oh, my gosh. Y'all gonna be high as shit. There's Keith in that bitch. Oh, <laughs> oh my God, Kendra! If you were a bird, what bird would you be? You know what? I'm gonna have to say a puffin. Oh, a penguin you, parrot. Oh, you know, in, in 101 Dalmatians, when the owner looks like their dog, you are a puffin. Thank you. Wow. wow. Yeah. That's what a, a nice bird. They are cute, aren't they? Oh my god, you are a puffin. Now Those that little I look at her. Toucan look at how fucking cute penguins. she is. And they're they tenacious. Are, they and are they're toucan penguins. And they're just so cute. They're so cute. Wow. And you Shit. can like fly, bitch. Like they go. And they swim this. like a motherfucker. Aren't they a flying penguin? Help me. Probably. That's a blood history oh. right there. Let me tell you. Oh, yeah. I'm either the smartest or Let the dumbest give you, person. I'm going to give you some blunt history oh, on the Oh, she's providing puffin. some blunt history. This, this is, is blunt fate. history about the puffin. The puffin Thanks evolved due to the crossbreeding of... Wait, start over, start over. Kelly's face for radio got me distracted. Face for radio. <laughs> I almost was going to uh, tell you I showed up with a face for radio because I got this crazy set on my cheek, which I can't believe I haven't broken out more from masks. What? From being so sweaty in my mask, oh, like at the bakery. I can't believe I'm not more broken out. It's a miracle. Anyway. Yeah, you've been looking real nice, This bro. is the blunt history of the puffin. <laughs> I'm so here for this. I'm very excited. Excuse me while I puff, puff. Goodbye. Oh, my God. Kelly had a blunt history. She threw it on the ground. It's really bad. Oh, no. I still exactly. want to hear that. No, I still, still want to hear, hear it, too, that. to be honest with you. All right. The year was 1735. I think she made that up. That's when the puffin was 1738. Eight. There was a voyage. <laughs> that's how I know she made the story up. From Antarctica. Because hmm. that's where penguins live? Probably. And SeaWorld. If it's not that one, it's the other one. It's, if it's not Maybe that it's one, it's definitely the other one. The okay, North guys? Pole. Yeah, they only live at the South Pole. I have a friend that works at SeaWorld with penguins that we could interview. Crystal. Call us. 
help. <laughs> We're gonna have to have like 12 people call us after this episode. We have a lot of questions. People are on a voyage from one of those poles that's got the penguins. Okay. And they bebop over to friggin' South America. They bebop over to friggin' <laughs> South America. Dead. It's like the OB parents. The wow. penguins, they get out. They're running amok. Because they can't fly, so they're just literally running. So they amok. can't fly, see? Penguins cannot. Penguins cannot fly. I know they can't fly. But they're well. swimming, they're running, they're falling because, you know, they're kind of top heavy. And uh, then they're like, oh my God, what's this toucan? Like, you beautiful. What, what is you? <laughs> this is her blunt history. And then brown chicken, brown cow. These other birds, they get together. They See have some trial and errors. Like they got some hills have eyes, birds coming out. And then eventually, boom, the puffin. Wow. Wow. That's a story. We've been doing blunt history wrong. <laughs> Wow. Wrong. Wow. So you're you can fact me. check me on that, but uh, <laughs> a toucan, a toucan, and a uh -huh. penguin uh -huh. came together and, and brown had chicken, brown, brown cow, and had wow. a puffin. You know, it's really so weird the legend says. We talked about penguins last episode because I mentioned Jim Carrey and his fucking penguin. We did because I loved that book as a kid, Mr. Popper's Penguins. Is it Mr. Popper? I think so. Mr. Something. It's close. I feel like I it wasn't my happened. turn to hit that, but I was like I not going to say no syllabus when it comes into my hand. Or syllabus, <laughs> syllabus. Syllable wise, <laughs> we are at. It's like Mr. Popper's Penguins, right? That sounds Did right. You ever read Mr. Popper's Shh. Penguins? I didn't read it, but I remember when that movie came out, and that me sounds too. right to me. Intern Maddie, follow your truth. Haven't we all? I've done Poppers. Jalapeno poppers, that is. Kelly, Bacon this fresh wrap. cut fruit is a delight. Delight. Uh, Kendra, I kind of know this answer already, but I love it. What was your first job? Ooh. Mm. I don't know if I know. An on-the-books job, not like babysitting your little cousin. Okay. Oh, yeah, I like that you guys added this one. Yes. My first job on the books was working for my childhood friend's family at a place called the Hobo Pet Hotel. The Hobo Pet Hotel. The family's last name was Hohenboken. Was the logo a, a guy with a little stick and a bag and a kerchief? Was that the logo? I don't remember like that hobo? being part of hobo the Hobo Hotel's hard for me. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. My synesthesia just blew up. My friend's dad <laughs> was our town veterinarian. And uh, that was like their little side business. They used to live out in the country. Kendra's from Schitt's Creek, essentially. Like, do not give that to me. Okay. Kendra is like from the, <laughs> a teeny tiny town. Yeah. Like Schitt's Creek. They have tornadoes and the sky gets yellow. Yes. Sometimes. Yep. Absolutely. Okay, keep going. So it was a boarding kennel. And, you know, I'd let the dogs out and clean their runs and give them meds and feed them and play with them and give them baths and there was cats and Kendra has been a giver since fucking nom like <laughs> day one dude just giving her life to everyone else your first job we're gonna make you a saint so much so much sense I'm gonna put you on a candle <gasps> oh <laughs> my Buy that in a heartbeat. That would be magical. Lady Guadalupe tattooed on me oh, that's with nice. Frida Kahlo's face on it. Ooh, or 
Kendra's. <laughs> I think it's going to be Kendra now with Frida Kahlo's brows. Wow. <laughs> That's very specific. <laughs> we just like to paint a picture. This is so your first job. Yeah, it, and I loved wow. it. I loved it because I could sit in the kennel and like work on my homework for the day. I was like 14 when I started. Like I used to have to like get a ride to work, you know? That's amazing. Wait, we should all remember what our minimum wage was when we started. Oh shoot. I think $10 an hour. Ooh, mine was way lower. If I'm gonna guess in the dark, I wanna say it was somewhere in the seven range. Yeah, 7.25 was my first job's hourly wage. Yeah, Joe and Teresa be hitting it up for me. This is 2005-ish. Yeah, San Diego. I made seven seven twenty five, and then wow. minimum wage went up to seven forty five. This was two thousand and six. Wow. I guess. Yeah. It has. Yeah. Doubled, if not almost tripled. And then. Yeah. Oh yeah! Isn't that crazy? Or is that like what fifteen? I think that's why it stands out so much too. Is because really oh. not that much time has passed. I'm not by any means old. We talk like we're archaic. But I am. We're not even 30. It is not lost on me that when we say we were old and 21 at community college that it's a niche. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But that's interesting. We all started community college late Mm -hmm. or went to it in our Mm mid-20s. No, I just went to community college for seven years. (laughs) (laughs) That's why. I went right out of high school. Like, literally, high school, Grossmont. That's true. But it took I me did, three years to figure out that I wanted to go to culinary school. Yeah, you're just there for a long time. Yeah, I, I, went, st- I did start there as a freshman, that is true. Yeah, I, I tried start. to be a graphic artist, and my art teacher was like, you suck. <laughs> and I was like, damn, I do. <laughs> Everyone that gave me career advice was wrong. Same. My high school ga- I think guidance I'd be a counselor. Great guidance counselor, actually. Maybe oh, you'd be better than the one we had that. at our, our school. Yeah, she talked me out of something. Um, You're very don't. insightful. I would love to be. I've always admired that about I, you. You're I, very observant, very insightful. I love oh. the way you like can break down a situation or a person, mm-hmm. and not like break someone down, but right. like I can do that too. Very like <laughs> analytical. This girl, if you need some emails written, yo. Oh, maybe I should do blunt history. I'm so drama. Every I want you I to. Something on the I floor. love it. I would please. love for you to do blunt history, please. <clears throat> um, that's good because we have like 18 minutes. <laughs> All right, y'all. So we're kind of new to blunt history. Um, we're still figuring out how it essentially works. Essentially, you need to fact check everything we say. <laughs> it's the first segue. However, <laughs> I wanted to talk to you guys about karma. Like Ooh, actual yes. karma. So, and it's long overdue because Adriana and I did a lot of research about karma. As a yogi, I knew that there was way more to it than what I thought there was. And I had first learned more about karma when I started my yoga teacher training. And then um, in 2020, I opened my ohos <laughs> wide <laughs> to cultural appropriation. And so for a while, um, Adriana and I were doing a lot of research on karma and how it's used in society and how we're using it in context to our show. Mm -hmm. So um, that's been an interesting and awesome learning experience as I dive through our internet, our interwebs, right? When you Google something, you you have to do a lot of fact-checking, right? So, oh, I wanted to start by asking you guys, like, the Americanized stereotype of karma, like how you've heard it in context and like kind of where white people come from when they use the word karma. What goes around comes around. Yeah. 
Yep, I was just gonna say that's like, definitely oh. like the big, uh, yeah, overall sort of good karma, bad karma. Yeah, is kind of the thing. It's like if you do good things, good things will happen. Exactly, to you, you, you pick things, up that piece of trash, something good's gonna happen. Mm-hmm. You help out that person over there. Basically, the universe owes you if you do anything. Absolutely, the the bare minimum. How about? Karma is a bitch if you are. Mm-hmm. You heard that before? Seen a yep. t-shirt? Yeah. A notebook or two? <laughs> Something like that. Um, so I think that's important to add because karma is a prevalent uh, spiritual and religious principle and practice across this world. And so here it is a commodity, very much so. Or it's used in a way to insult people mm-hmm. and not as a philosophy of life. So if you and I think of the word truth, loyalty honesty or like principles to live by accountability mm-hmm. maybe even um karma that has that like a moral code yes me. very much so and there's um a missing piece as always so you know um when you have cause and effect right there's it's such a popular concept with uh american culture but not tied to karma necessarily there's actually another part that we're missing and that was the part i meant to bring up with my teacher training is there's something called a kriya so there's kriya and then there's karma so kriya is like the like the actual action that is being done and then the karma is the uh, fate that you have because of the action and with karma um there's a great belief in multiple lives so the karma that we're living out in this lifetime might not be relevant to what we're doing Mm. and experiencing in this lifetime so that's what's really interesting here in this so it's a reincarnation situation because the usa the us of a does not believe in rebirth right Mm -hmm. but karma is in a great part living a story untold from lifetimes before so in american culture that's more like oh if you speak to dead people and you lived multiple lives and it's like this wild concept Mm -hmm. but everywhere else it's like well your karma that you're living out now is very much so relevant to the life that you lived before and what you're doing right now it makes so much is for your next lifetime in the future wow so you need to really understand that step first because when people are like like someone's mean to you, like karma's a bitch. <laughs> like you're talking about like a different life that you're not even in. You're like trying to center yourself into something that's not. Like you're proving that you don't understand the concept. <laughs> I yeah. guess is a good way to put at it. So, um, karma is a Sanskrit word. Yes, it is. Yeah. So it derives from the Hinduism and Buddhism religion, and it is across many more religions than that. But that's about as far down as I could research don't go to wikipedia (laughs) or when you go to wikipedia have it inspire you to take you across many places i've learned fact checking these days really is the 22 resources that our english teachers wanted us to do for our bibliographies oh yeah Yeah. remember they're like you need at least 25 sources and you would only pick like-minded sources that proved your point it's like two-step authentic authentication like you have you you can't we need that always, like, no matter what. So if you see something on Instagram and it's, like, a random meme and it's, like, yeah. this guy said this thing on this date, you need to fucking look up that person's name yeah. with that date in association to it and then yes. do the second fact check. That's two step. One, two. But, <laughs> One but, and two. But when we're looking up, like, actual fucking facts, like, about spirituality uh spiritual words um politics things that actually like mean something we we need to do like 10 step authentication like we're excited bro 
with you and with your actions too mm -hmm. so it's like not only are you doing that 10-step authentication just with your research but also with trial and error of absolutely trying Everything things is, on for size i think that uh well life is like one giant experiment what you know yeah. we're not gonna know how many times have we tried to plan our podcast at one time and life keeps getting in the way My we have tried to set a time and date works time is usually out of our control mm -hmm. and something happens in our life where we just can't make things happen mm -hmm. and we kept getting frustrated mm -hmm. and at we one kept, point we kept trying mm -hmm. and it kept not succeeding and we kept we having to tell each other like we cannot control anything. We no. are out of control. Whenever we no. try to make plans, God laughs. Like, that's the only time yes. that I, like, will uh, quote God yes. right now. You know what I mean? Totally. Yeah. Because no, God is a homie in my in my pew. Yeah. Homies. And I think that... <laughs> a lot of them I in think there. that she's uh, laughing when we're trying to make these very specific plans when I pull out my yeah. agenda and I'm writing hour by hour what I need to get done. So if you were to, like... Think of the phrase like control the things you can and control the things you can't. So there's certain things where you just like you can't have a plan when mm -hmm. it comes to life and mm -hmm. pandemics and everything. But then there comes like what you can control. Right. And I think that's where we really honed in a feeling to associate to the word karma podcast. Yes. Uh, because as humorous as we are and as ridiculous as we are, that we were referring to the karmic effort is um, what I'm going to refer to yeah. it as, mm -hmm. which is um, that once you are consciously aware of something your actions must reflect that awareness and not to criticize those that are unaware of things in the past but that once you do have that awareness that's the that's the karmic effect mm -hmm. um, of your actions so i have a little quote it says habits and self-perception affect the course of one's life um, breaking habits is not easy it requires karmic effort people are creatures of habit yeah so once you get into this routine of life, mm -hmm. it's very difficult to step outside of that box, mm -hmm. regardless it's of what the situation is. It's tough to pick up trash is. when you're walking down the sidewalk. Absolutely, because you're very busy. you got to get to that meeting at 12.05. It's tough to give a book away because you paid $23 for it, mm -hmm. so you're entitled to $23 back because you paid for it. You can't Even though you'll never touch it again. And we yeah. can't afford to uh, <laughs> change our order at this restaurant because we know we like this one yeah. particular item, yeah. and we're nervous that we're not going to like this item, and it's a yeah. $15 dish so karma you know? is different for every person every absolutely single person so what's our karma eradicating the ego mm -hmm. what's our karma completely changing the way that we were born and raised and the perceptions that we were grown with and, and dropping the walls yeah dropping the walls so when you speak of karma and people say like karma is a bitch and this and that you don't know someone's karma you no. know unless you're their spiritual leader right or you're their um close friend and family when you're throwing karma as an insult at someone that's your karma whoa wow that's like bullying yeah, as an adult it is very much so it's like spiritual it's and spiritual bypassing mm -hmm. which is like you are fully you know throwing accountability and blame around in the name of spirituality with no concept of what it means so i will never insult one and be like well she's living out her karma mm -hmm. crusty ass i bitch. think it took like, us a really no. it took us a while i mean because these things are ingrained in us through family, through uh, society, through friends, you know, being judgy, go gossiping, mm -hmm. you know, bitching with your friends about this, that, the other. We talked about this um, 
maybe a podcast or two ago uh, about being jealous about someone's parents paying for their college tuition. We're not mad at that person. We're jealous. So we so need to change. So that's the refuel. Exactly. We have the same energy and heart, and we actually love those people the same that we're talking 100%. shit about. 100%. But it's where you put the energy. So the karmic energy yeah. needs to be shifted to a more yeah. positive yeah. Uh, narrative yes. rather than this negative. So the negative. kriya is the action mm-hmm. of being the shit talker. Then there's the step of awareness. And then the karmic effort is to be sure not to do that or to call yourself out when you do it. Right. Because all we used to do is just sit around and shit talk 24 exactly. fucking 7. And don't get me wrong. We still <laughs> like to shit talk. Just like the rest of, yes to y'all. But we, we get down and it dirty. It feels way different now. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah. it's in a whole mm-hmm. different it's there's venting and then there's and then there's like it's far less talking. materialistic yeah. the things oh, yeah. that we're bitching about absolutely like, yeah someone's appearance necessarily doesn't have anything to do with what we're talking about it doesn't have to be brought up at all no no and how many times that had been done to us and how much it hurts us so it's or fucking like skin color why yes. does why does someone have to say a story and they're like, that black person, this, yes. this black lady, yes. this Mexican lady, who gives a shit what they look like? Yes. Just tell me the story about the lady. And have you noticed we never say like, oh, my white friend. Because you don't need to do that. Yes. That's very irrelevant to the yes. to the conversation. That's very white to be like, oh, your Asian friend? Yeah, that's really oh, is that up. Oh, is that your black friend? <laughs> I'm like, yeah. well, that's one way to put it. Or you could just say my fucking friend. Yeah. Because it's not being said in a, like, a respecting, acknowledging way. It's being said in, like, I don't know how do I separate or identify people in the slightest other mm-hmm. than just being, like, that's your one Asian friend. And that's pretty rude. Yeah, absolutely. Because <laughs> you're also assuming she's Asian. So yeah, you don't know anything you're make, about this yeah. person. So it's, like, so then you have to take that person's whiteness and decide what they mean mm-hmm. when they're asking it. And, like, try and hold space and cater to that. And it's... I've just recently gotten over the hump of being mad and realizing, you know what? Yeah, you know what? I'm irritated, but um, it's not traumatizing to me, so I can stand my ground here. It's been really nice to have that courage. I didn't have that courage with my immediate family and friends when it came to race things that I would notice and feel uncomfortable. Um, So it's been really powerful to have the language to be like respectfully learning how to say that we don't have to identify what that person looks like. Mm-hmm. Or mm, I have uh, something I deal with a lot is older generations asking me if that's a boy or a girl. Oh, yeah. And I'm oh, like, um, you know, and I'm like, neither, maybe, mm-hmm. I don't know. Because you you know Does what they mean from how they were raised and what kind of question they're asking. You don't want to cater to it, but then you also want to answer their question, you know, too. Or You're like, like, does it matter though? Yeah, yeah. That's, is that gonna? Affect that's not our way, business. Yeah, and <laughs> is it gonna affect the way you feel about that person right now? Why are you entitled to know? What's intern Maddie's gonna need a hot light from you. Yeah, for real. She's dry as hell. But also, it's my. I absolutely feel that responsibility cord of calling people out. I just, you know, I'm also ignorant and needed to learn a few things. I think I told Adriana this story recently about how. So, I'm a quarter Japanese. My mom is half. And we She's both, my Asian friend. Yeah. If if anyone wanted to know. Yes, I'm that one. Besides <laughs> I guess besides Jerry. What's up, Jerry again? What's up, girl? Gosh, Please call us. We need you. Our our parents think we have one Asian friend and we have like six. So that'll just <laughs> yeah. tell you where we're at. <laughs> um 
Okay, Ken, tell us your Asian story. So, <laughs> my mom and I grew up primarily in small town Illinois. I was born out here in San Diego, spent a lot of time out here growing up. Can I wait, interject real quick? Uh -huh. Did you know Kendra almost went to our high school, Kelly? She fucking almost went. Well, my dad always said if I would have lived out here with him that he would have sent me to private school. So And it would have been. Like ours. I can't imagine where else Can it would have been. Go to lunch with your dad. No. Nah. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> nah. It's all that gluten. I understand. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So my mom got sort of accosted growing up here and there just because where she lived in Illinois, there was absolutely like no racial diversity at all. So her and her siblings were like the most, most ethnically diverse people like in the entire town. And my grandma being Which full Japanese. There was like no black kids, maybe one Mexican family at the most, like so no other Asian. Yeah. So she <laughs> taught me when I was young that when people ask, what are you? To just what? Yes. To just respond with human. What are you? Mm. I love that. And I love that my mom taught me that as, like, as a child in grade school. I love that. What? Her name is also cool. Kelly. Yes, my mom's name is Kelly oh. with a Y, but yes, Kelly. We've never met, but I feel like she's a long lost soul. Like we, she's we, in Dream one. State, we drink together. Yeah. We cheers one another. She's a pretty good one, that she's lady. She's a nice one. Don't you love it when you meet someone, you see a picture of them with their mom, and you just, like, see their mom? <laughs> um, Kendra like, is her mom. If yeah. you saw a picture uh, of Kelly... Talk, we're all our moms. Oh, dude, I look just like my mom if she was Italian. <laughs> if my mom was Italian, I'd, I oh am her. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I see all of it. You look just like your mom, too. Oh, my gosh, just like her. We talk the same, too. So that's the biggest thing is people will see pictures of me, and I'm just so much taller than my mom. That's, like, the biggest, like... Yeah, you're, you're your dad. But then they talk to us on our way. phone, and then they're like, oh, fuck. <laughs> Come on, Eileen, let's I go. I know, for real. <laughs> the name of that song is about me and my mother. I love it so yeah. much. And my, and my aunts, too. We all talk the same and have the same mannerisms. Yep. Yep. But yeah, your mom's a lovely seed. And that's a really cool comeback to call people out in a, you know, Right? She gave my me mom tools. my mom is not one to really like stand down very easily. Yeah, your mom's Ooh. a badass. So I'm surprised that she even like equipped me with with that response. I'm glad it wasn't more uh, offensive. Because yeah. <laughs> like that's my mom. And you don't have to like right? answer them. That's, that's nice. personal information. Like, oh yeah. let me give you my twenty three and me, bitch. Yeah, do you wanna see my DNA chart? Like, what <laughs> yeah. the fuck, dog? What's her sign? Her sun sign. Mm, she was born April 24th. Okay. So Aries? She's, no, she Aquarius? just passed. She just passed Aries and know. she's Taurus. She's like also you. you? Both oh Taurus. god, it makes so much sense. <laughs> wow. wow. Is April 20th also Taurus? No. It's Aries. Aries? That's, well, you know that's a custom that date. That's Check that's me, my but... mom's mom's birthday. My grandma Kay. Really? Uh huh. You know, it might be. I'm there. It's getting fuzzy. Yeah. I, I haven't looked at it. Right. I haven't it's looked so at a close chart right or in there. My cards in like the whole pandemic. And I'm not kidding you. A tarot card flew out of my purse yesterday. So I went out to the desert. I didn't have my tarot card deck. I had a deck of I had two decks of cards, which is enough to make a deck because there's like the 22 major arcana. And uh huh. Then 
more than 52 cards in the tarot deck in the 78. So I took two decks and made them the way they're traditionally made with a deck and learned it. And the four of diamonds, which is like the emperor, flew out of my purse because I've been carrying around this deck of cards and not it using like, them and making myself out. feel guilty just looking at them 24-7. So um, I love that. I'm back on track. But love that. the charts are fuzzy. After this. Yeah, that sounds fun. Ooh. We're card pullers. Yes. We have one final question for you, Ken. Okay. Drumroll. Besides the olive, what is one of your favorite small businesses? It can be local here in San Diego. It can just, it can be anywhere, really. Just what is a small business that resonates with you that you love to support? Um, tell us a little bit about it. Ooh, okay. Um, well, besides I, me, also. Okay. Know. All right. Yes. yes. Besides so. you. <clears throat> Well, I recently relocated back to North Park, which has has been really magical and fantastic. God, I love North Park. Just a stone's throw from the North Park Nursery, mm. and that place is just a little slice of heaven. Mm. I gotta say, is that the one <clears throat> next to Coffee and Tea? Uh, coffee and Flowers. That's what I meant. Yeah, communal coffee. Same thing. The street I lived on. Mm-hmm. On Louisiana. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. That used to be a shithole. Yeah. <laughs> we used a lamp to store. We used to party at that shithole. <laughs> I used to run cross country around that little hole. <laughs> <laughs> we saw a drug raid at that hole also. Ooh. Oh, I used to live behind the Albertsons. Yeah. <laughs> it's now smart oh, and final. That ran's probably nine times that size. Ooh. Yeah. That's a great nursery. Wow, I haven't been to that we place in a really them. long time. All the employees are just very knowledgeable, super friendly, easy to talk to. That makes me want to go there today. I need more plants, like a hole in the as head. As soon as it's not over 90, let's all go. Yes. I'd love that more than anything. Kendra they, got me a new mask to wear. I she got did. me an elephant printed mask to wear when we go out and play. Absolutely. Thank you. You're welcome. That's nice though. How'd you know my masks are too small for my giant face? I didn't. I got a big face. Big, beautiful face. Thank you. She is a beauty. Well, <laughs> does this conclude our party? Big, well, the face. recording part of the party. Okay, I did think of a, uh, a couple stories for you each. Oh shit! This She's is answering a number three. this is a right fucking curve ball, dog. Swerve and curve. All right, All we'll right. S- we'll sum it up with this. Maddie, you know what? If you're gonna be a part of this, get me intern Maddie. <laughs> <laughs> yes, ma'am. I love you. Okay, so my memory that sticks out of Kelly. Oh. It's kind of a collection of memories. Oh. It's sort of like a state of mind almost. <gasps> what a comp. Um, <laughs> honestly, it's all those early mornings that we had. We had this very oh sacred God. time for years um, that, I mean. <laughs> before age would wake before up. Before age would wake up, that's when Kelly and I would get our one-on-one time. Because, I mean, I always referred to it as my, my morning boner. I just wake we up, I can't help it. Morning it's bone. not sexual. We'd be in a group chat like, are you up? Can I come over? It's yeah. like six. I live like three blocks away. I'm I like over. wake up and it's like, I mean, I can't help it. It's not, it's not a sexual thing. I'm just like ready to go. Okay. Yep. It's just there. I'm ready to talk. I'm awake. <laughs> I wake up, I'm like, I'm talking. <laughs> and it has been to the annoyance of 
you know, whoever I'm spending the night with. It's I, me. Kendra's Roommates, the whatever. first person I have ever met that is a window to my soul. <laughs> and I would sit, i walk over to her house. Never my house. Always your house. Yeah, because we were waiting for Adriana to wake up. <laughs> so, yeah. And then I'd sit on the floor. Mind you, I'd, I'd just be wake- watch you. <laughs> I'd be waking up at a normal time, like 8. No, no. But you guys are... Up in Adams, 6.01 a.m. You're like, hey, I cleaned the house, I vacuumed. We've had 16 pots of coffee. Oh, yeah, the and two 12... KitchenAids on at the same time. And I'm like, okay, well, I just got home from work four hours ago, but it's okay. <laughs> Kendra and I are like, the lick's not open. <laughs> Can I come over? Oh, we actually made our own soap problem. because we ran out and none of, no stores were open. I would so. walk over, dude. I could cry. That was a big problem for us was getting up so early that we couldn't even start running any <laughs> errands because nothing was open yet. I'm that bitch at Target waiting outside. Been there, definitely. <laughs> oh my God. I'm just like looking up every place I want to run errands and I'm like, doesn't open until 10, doesn't open until 9. What am I, I, I going to do for three hours? I think, I think people have this misconception that you can just like sit there. Like the people standing outside of Target are just like, Oh my god, I wish it would open. That's not how we feel at all. We know. Yeah. It's I just have. So that's like this like sort of state of mind that is my favorite like memory. We're just standing there. We're not like yeah, chomping at the bit to get in. We're just like standing. The only time I've ever been at a restaurant before it opened, besides opening that restaurant myself, <laughs> uh, was when I went to Sea Plantation RIP with you oh. and Lydia. And we got there at like 10.50 and it opened at 11 and we're just like standing there and I was like, y'all bitches, made me get here early for Soup Plantation to open. The manager's like, all right, there was a line because everybody, all the 97-year-olds were like eager to get their salad. (gasps) I don't remember it because this is how I show up to Soup Plantation. (laughs) Oh my God. God, I miss Soup Plantation. I have wanted Soup Plantation probably twice a week during this entire pandemic and I am devastated it's gone every person i've ever gone to soup plantation with is a spiritual leader on my path (laughs) i wish they could have just like done a name change and continued on honestly i really hope it just comes back like in full force as a new name also but god their chicken noodle soup and their crazy for some reason that's like a buffet i can like come to terms with same Maddie is so perplexed. Her face is like she smelt something stinky. Also, our podcast has exceeded upon which thy therefore time offer to we should use. So we gotta go. <laughs> okay, this is V abrupt. Okay. We are Kendra. not Joe Rogan, so we can't go past like one hour and thirty seven minutes. 